0: Oh, welcome back to the Little Bear Broad podcast. Um, I can't even remember which number this is now. I think it might be number four or three. I'm not very sure. It'll say on the iTunes uh, uh, feed. <laughs> um, so we're uh, in our new podcasting studio. It's so exciting. Um, we're down at um, Hammarby uh, Kajen uh, in Stockholm, just uh, opposite Sudermal. And uh, thanks to GoTo10, who have... Uh, given us this brilliant opportunity of using their podcasting equipment uh, uh, to, to be able to produce this in a much more um, professional and clear way. Um, and also, um, today I'm being very brave. Uh, I don't have anybody with me. Um, uh, our usual, my usual co host Ellie, uh, she, um, she's not feeling terrific today. So she, and because of the fact that she's seven months pregnant, um, we thought it would be best that she stayed at home, especially because it's so nasty outside. Um, we're recording this on Monday morning and, uh, it is horrible outside. (laughs) Oh dear. So today is, um, uh, today I'm being a little bit brave. So it's just you and me. Um, this podcast um, The rain, the Sound of the Rain on the Windows Outside um, and oh my goodness what a day it is um, this is the kind of day that makes me want to stay in bed and, and, and dread um, the rest of or what is to come in terms of the Swedish winter um, and as I was getting ready to come out of the house today um, of course we'd had lots of really interesting things to discuss today with Ellie and we were going to talk about you know, autumn-winter clothing for kids and um, some other little hints and tips that we'd come up with over the last couple of years. And as Ellie's kids are a bit older, we were going to talk about how um, what they wore and so on. Um, But today, um, as I was getting ready, and it was so horrible outside, and I just thought, maybe I should just skip recording the podcast today. And then I thought, no, no. It's that kind of attitude and that kind of fear or dread that is a steep spiral into what, you know, I think most of us would term as seasonal affective disorder or SAD. You know, that's like, I think the key to getting over this dread or this fear of the Swedish winter is to keep on going, keep moving, keep on going. So I thought, well, that's a great topic to discuss on the podcast. You know, it's like... This, this weekend was definitely a turning point <laughs> in seasons and all of a sudden it went from being, you know, a summer um, to not being summer at all anymore. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, whether or not that's because August is finished, now it's on to September, I don't know, or it's just, I mean, I think it's just the weather um, and a lot of people have made comments about that and have and I've spoken to a lot of people over the weekend who said the same thing and feel the same thing. And and I think, you know, for people who are new to to this climate and who are new to living in Sweden, um, there is a dread or a fear about, you know, Swedish winter because it, it kind of comes with this really bad reputation. Um, and I think a day like today just does make you go oh god is this it is this going to be it for the next six months are we going to be just is it just going to be gray and wet and damp and dark for the next six months but i think you know there are ways that we can see past it and there are ways that we can we can cope with it but i wanted to start by thinking about what well for me what is it about the swedish winter that fills me with dread and i mean i remember last spring just as we were coming into summer although the summer i well if you could call it summer um i remember thinking i cannot cope with another swedish winter if it's going to be like last winter and you know when when i was in the middle of the winter i actually didn't think it was that bad but just the length of it i mean it was still snowing in may (laughs) <laughs> and I just, I, I just remember thinking in around about June time, it was near midsummer going. I, I, I actually, I don't just dread it. I fear winter in Sweden now because it is just relentless, and it really got me thinking about what is it about Swedish winter that makes me so that just makes me dread it. So I put a little bit of a list together, and I think first of all and foremost, it is absolutely the darkness I think a lot of people you know and a lot of people say to me back home they all ask me my god how dark does the Swedish winter get you know and 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 I think the answer is well it really depends on where you are in Sweden you know if you're in the north of Sweden or you know Swedish Lapland it's basically dark the entire time but if you're in so if you're in around about Stockholm it kind of, I mean, if you, in the midst of winter, like just before, it's just a sort of the start of December, I would say it kind of is. You you get about six hours of sun, maybe, maybe six hours of sun during the day. So it's really quite, you know. And if you think about that, like for 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 six months at a time, it you know it comes and goes and so on as as as, as the seasons change and so on. But it's it's it really chips away at you and i think that is the big thing that uh, that really that gets people down and 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 Adults, especially, don't really acknowledge how important and how sensitive they are to their lack of vitamin D, to the sun. You know, they they need that we, as human beings, we need sun to flourish, to grow. You know, to be happy, and we need the melatonin as well. You know, um, melatonin is a massively important part of how of, of ensuring that the chemical functions within humans actually you know, work properly. Um, so the darkness, I, I think, is a really significant factor in, in, in making uh, the Swedish winter such a, a difficult thing to, to, to get through. And second of all, second to that is the length. I just, it, it, and every, it just seems to get, for me, the last couple of years I've been here, it seems to get got longer every single year. I've been here. <laughs> um I think but a lot of people have said to me that last that, that you know sort of autumn winter 2000, 2016 2017 was particularly long um, and it was a teaser as well because it it would always get a little bit better and then it would get a little bit worse and then it would get a little bit better, and then it would get a little bit, a little bit worse again, so I think you know it doesn't uh, that the length of the the length of the winters don't help as well and 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 it's I, a lot of people have said to me this summer that the summer was so <sighs> short-lived or or just not really summer. They didn't feel it was, especially in in Stockholm. I know I think other parts of Sweden had it a lot better than than we had it here in Stockholm, but... um, you know it was it was it was very wet and it was very grey it never really reached the summer the normal summer temperatures that you would expect in stockholm so um it's 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 a definitely it's a difficult one the, the the dread is real the fear is real here people mm-hmm. um <laughs> so i think um i think that's um those are the two main main factors which which for me and i can't speak for anybody well i can only speak for me but i'm sure a lot of you can relate to this those are the two main factors, darkness and the length of winter that really that kind of, you know, the hairs on the back of your neck start to go up and you start to go, oh, God, it's that time again, isn't it? It's that time again. But I've really I really want to turn that kind of I want to turn that fear around this year for me. For me, I, I don't want to go into, you know, the, the autumn winter of, of, of this year thinking, f- fearing, dreading what is to come. Because if I'm honest with you, and this is, me re- this is me being pretty honest, the last two years that I spent in Sweden, especially after Stella was born, I spent the entire winter, um, and, well, autumn and winter, in absolute fear like absolute fear of sickness, of Stella getting sick, of, you know, being stuck in the house, of not having anything to do. Uh, um, And and I think that um, really got in the way of me Living and enjoying and and cherishing, um, well, the f- the first part of her her you know winters experiences, her Christmas experiences especially, um, and I'm just not prepared to do that anymore. I'm not prepared to 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 give you know that dread and that fear over, um, and and give up a really important. A really important and 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 beautiful family time, you know. So I have decided that I'm gonna turn this dread into anticipation and I'm gonna turn it into excitement and I'm gonna make it I'm gonna look forward to everything that autumn and winter is gonna bring. And it's gonna be a massive challenge. It's gonna be a, it's, <laughs> there are gonna be days when I wake up like today and go, I'm just gonna go back to bed. I don't want to be out in that. I don't want to go outside. I just don't I just I am so depressed by everything that this winter is throwing at me. And you know, there's gonna be times when Stella is sick, we're sick, it could be relentless. She could be sick the entire autumn and the entire winter. But I am so determined to to get out of this mindset of being, you know, of of fear and dread of of the, the the dark Swedish winter, as they say, because it doesn't have to be dark. You know, and that's the thing that I think we I have to I'm challenging myself with. It's like I'm going to acknowledge that this is a change in season, and that it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna have its challenges, and it's not going to be as as you know barefoot and fancy and free as as summer can be. Um, we have to wear more clothes, but it can be cozy and it can be warm and it can be a really beautiful time of year and 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 just i just want to I really appreciate the beauty that this time of year can actually give you know, can give you, can offer you, the the turning of the leaves, and and you know, the the beautiful festival harvest festivals that are taking place, the apple festivals that are taking place. You know, it's about drinking mulled cider. It's about being you know cozy and having lighting the candles at home, and you know, really cherishing cozy Sunday afternoons with a family movie, and just I think it's. I think it's just about, you know, actually looking at this from a different perspective. Well, for for me, that's what it is. And I, you know, I want to, I want to really embrace everything that the season has to offer and everything that, you know, autumn and winter has to offer. So, you know, I think there's a couple of challenges I would have set myself. One... I want to see. I want you know. I want to capture the beauty that that this that autumn and winter in in Sweden really has because you see so many amazing images of it. So I really want to do that. So every single day I'm going to take one picture of the of nature, of my surroundings, of the you know what this season has to offer and how it changes the city that we live in, that stock that I live in, that Stockholm, that's Stockholm. Um, I'm going to eat seasonally. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to indulge in all of the seasonal vegetables and preserves and berries and fruits and just everything that you can get your hands on uh, much more readily available. I'm going to make soups. We're going to have stews. We're going to it's just, you know, and I think another thing is like that's another part of, you know, staying staying healthy is if you eat seasonably then you're getting the the right nutrients that you need at this time of year you know if you're going to expect to have an iceberg lettuce and a cucumber in the middle of november i yeah well you know put two and two together it's not exactly like it's going to happen is it so i think you know that for i think it gets you into the right frame of mind and the right kind of level of 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 thought process that kind of just eat properly, eat well, eat seasonably and make the most of winter vegetables and dress well like there's no point in trying to enjoy winter <laughs> like, like I have today when I walked out the house without a raincoat, without welly boots um, and with a really crap umbrella you know like I think we, as, as non-Swedes living in Sweden we just have to give in to the fact that we need to buy really good wet weather gear and I have to do that I mean you probably all have you're probably much more sensible than I than I am but I have yet to buy myself a really good anorak or cagoule or whatever you want to call it so you know if anyone has any suggestions out there about you know the kind of anorak that I should buy please do (laughs) let me know because I I just like I have no idea (laughs) what kind of stuff to get but it's so true like you know the Swedes have this you know very famous saying which is a proverb pronoun whatever it's called um there's no such thing as bad weather just bad clothing so and it's true you know you can go out and enjoy the weather and won't, as long as you've got good clothing um that's that's such a so it's it, it just adds value <laughs> to your life by having good you know wet weather gear especially at this time of year so that's you know definitely dressing well is another one um but with having the good with the good the good clothes it's like getting outside as much as possible like you you know you suddenly after two years of being in sweden you suddenly realize why the swedes are outdoorsy kind of people you know if they don't do that they would just spend six months of the year inside (laughs) (coughs) so it's like why you know every possible opportunity get outside go for a walk do something get fresh air you know soak up that tiny tiny little bit of vitamin d that you can get you know and uh, i and i think you know i'm i'm the other thing that i i've said to myself is i'm going to try and do as much exercise as i possibly can the last two years i didn't do any exercise i haven't done any exercise during the winter for the last two years and it's it's it had a massive impact on me a massive impact um And I think, you know, I look back at it now and I think definitely within those two winter periods, at some point I suffered from some form of SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. Whether it was just, you know, a little bit of slight depression or like my anxiety levels going up about certain things. Um... It's it just, I think, it. you know, it kind of can really come out of left field and, and really poof, hit you in the face without you expecting it. So, and, and the thing I think it could have been any, anything could affect it, but I think for me, you know, doing a little bit of exercising, raising those endorphins, getting you know a little bit more pumped than than I have been doing in the last couple of years massively is going to help my um overcome those those sort of slightly off moments those blue those blue Mondays when we wake up and we're just like I don't want to be here I don't want to go outside or do anything um and 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 also like to just top that up go to the pharmacy I'm going to get some vitamin D tablets because I am. I, I you know, if it's good enough for my kids, my God, I should probably be taking them. <laughs> you know, I think you know anything that you can do to give yourself a little bit of a boost at this time of year, do it. You know, don't just you know don't scrimp on 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 something that's going to make you feel good, um, uh, because. We, it's kind of like this is the time to, to really start you know soaking up those uh, or trying to you know, get every single last ounce of energy preserved before um, uh, before the next sort of six months or the next uh, season comes in but I think um, the other thing that I am going to try I want to do is I'm going to make a, a date I'm going to I'm going to make a list of dates in my diary of every single seasonal festival that's gonna take place um you know i i want to make sure that like we 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 manage to experience the the, really the best of what this this season in sweden has to offer and whether it's as i said you know the harvest festivals the apple festivals um you know there's a few others that i i'm not going to say because if i say them names i'm going to say them incorrectly um and also, but incorporate your own home festivals. You know, Thanksgiving, whether it's Canadian or American, um, you know, like Halloween, Guy Fox Night, all sorts of you know autumnal festivals that happen from your home country. Celebrate them too. Get them in there and have something to look forward to. Giving yourself something to look forward to, I believe firmly, is like the best cure for all. It's just a little glimmer of hope a little milestone that you can give yourself um to get through those those you know winter months and as somebody said to me the other day on instagram my god book yourself a holiday in february and i was like that's so true if you can if you can afford to book yourself a little summer holiday in in feb a little sun holiday in february do it because it's going to be the best five days that you will have experienced (laughs) and it's again it's that something to look forward to isn't it you know that kind of like just a little bit of a a glimmer of hope a little something on the horizon that you can count down towards uh, and then count back from so I guess I and there and let's face it you know as well as that Sweden and and summer and it's meet Sweden and, and and this time of year, they have so much to offer. I mean, you know, I think they 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 they've created so many so many sort of festivities around this time of year just to get through this these long dark winter nights. You know, especially around about Christmas time, I always think that November is the worst month in some respects. November and February. November is definitely one of the worst months because, you know, it's kind of like. You're there, it's over those harvest festival periods and and, and uh, the really nice um, uh, kind of the autumnal activities that where you can still go outside. You know the leaf blowing and the uh, and the, the sort of bonfire um, bonfire experiences and things like that. And then November, it just gets dark, dark, quiet. <laughs> it's just wet. And usually that's when the first snow happens. Um, And and there's no lights because nobody puts their lights up. Nobody puts their twinkly twinkle lights up until December. And I'm just like, oh, my God. It's like this is the worst month. Why do we not do? Why are we not putting lights up in November? Because then surely it's like that. This is the month that needs something. It needs something. So, you know, you've got in December, you've got the you've got um, Saint Lucia, and you've got all the kind of really amazing little parties leading up to Christmas time, and um, and twinkly lights everywhere, and people have got their Christmas trees up, and there's stars hanging in the windows, and and November is just a bit shit. <laughs> so. I think I think I th- I'm I'm, I'm going to put my Christmas lights up in in November. I think I'm definitely going to. Uh, yeah, did I say that December was a bit? I meant November. November is just a bit crap. So I'm going to put my uh, Christmas lights up in November. That's that's my that's my um, cure for for getting over the the harsh reality of dark winter nights in November. Um, but yeah, so so there are so there is so much to look forward to, and I think that it's a really. Um, I think as long as you as long as you acknowledge that, and I think that's for me as long as I acknowledge and I remember all the really awesome things um, to look forward to, you know, whether it's baking saffron buns, uh, making cannellboule, or you know the f- the first glug party that you go to of the year, or you know getting your t- party dresses out at christmas time um or it's you know like crisp autumn days walking throughout Dure gordon and you know going to Rosendall's tread and 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 just enjoying that kind of like oh coziness it's kind of making i'm kind of like getting myself excited talking about it here um so um that's kind of something that I've decided that I'm going to really try and challenge myself with doing is putting aside this fear of winter and this fear of of everything that it has to come and and I have to admit that most of my fear um lies in Stella getting sick because I am just I just don't do that very well I'm I'm not good being a (laughs) nursemaid um so uh, that's where most of my and fear and anxiety lies in um but you know hey we managed last year it wasn't too bad We, we we didn't get anything too serious and you know but so this this year it could be different we could we could get you know goodness knows all all sorts of things i'm not even going to mention them on this podcast not today anyway um but you we yeah you know we just we're just going to take one day at a time and and uh, and go from it from from that point of view um and speaking actually of um kids and uh sickness and uh, all thing kid health related Um, we have finally finally um, got uh, the program sorted out or got ourselves sorted out with having um, a a really uh, generous uh, expat doctor who is kind of going to join us on a monthly basis uh, to, I know that some of you have heard me talk about this already, um, who is, yeah, joining us on a monthly basis, and he is going to be discussing all things kid health related in Sweden. Um, so if you guys have any questions, um, relating to your kids' health, um, or maybe even your health, you know, he might be able to help you with that. Um, but mostly if it's to do with kids' health, um, in Sweden, um, and the Swedish healthcare system, um, do drop us a line. We actually have a dedicated email address for this. It's called Barn barnacuten at littlebearbroad.com That's barnacuten at littlebearbroad.com And um, every month we'll have a theme of what we're going to be talking about And I think the first, the first month that we're going to do or the first broadcast It will be probably after the 24th of September um, Will be about kind of like back to school health You know, um, what to expect when your kid starts going to first school up um, or when you know you start for school um, and it can be anything you can ask questions about anything whether it's to do with head lice whether it's to do with um, ear infections or throat infections or colds or you know whatever um, just drop us a line uh, let us know and if you have questions that are not related to back to school health please feel free to tell us about them to ask us ask us them to. Um, you know we're as long as we're um, we get the questions in advance, we can pretty much um, we'll pretty much be able to, to, to answer those um, that we can. So yeah that that's um, that's our plan. So it's going to be a once a month um, part of the podcast And he'll be here joining us, answering questions. Um, And uh, we're going to also, once we, the first couple of times we do it, we're going to just do it recorded. Um, But we might, if we can figure out how to do it, try and do it live so that we can get people, like, actually sending in Live um, uh, questions, although I'm not really sure how we're going to do that. Maybe, maybe, maybe park that idea for a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it's. Uh, I think it's really. I think it's a really great addition to Little Bear Abroad um, uh, Empire. Is that the wrong word to use? <laughs> um, or um, the yeah, I think it's a really useful um, a useful thing for us because I know that. Um, a lot of people, um, have a lot of questions about, um, the sort of healthcare for kids in Sweden. Uh, it's, it's. You know, every every country has a different healthcare system, so of course we are all going to have different questions about um, what to expect and what not to expect, and and you know what's reasonable um, and what's not reasonable, and so on. So um, yeah, it's a really, it's I think it's going to be a really useful tool, and I think uh, it, it could be quite powerful too. Um, so yeah, look out for that coming up. We'll release release more information um, in the coming weeks. Um but uh, speaking of coming weeks um I'm off on holiday. Woo Um we're off to Portugal on uh, Saturday which is super exciting. So next week's podcast is going to come from Portugal <laughs> if we get it to work. Uh no so Matthias and I are going to be doing the podcast from Portugal and we're obviously going to be talking about um traveling from sweden um to other countries uh with kids um but we're also going to be touching on a really important topic which um i've talked about a couple of times in the past and it's this thing of um traveling abroad (coughs) so uh traveling from a country in which you live in which you have permanent residency such as i do in sweden um but uh your child has a different passport to you. So they, for example, my daughter has a Swedish passport, I have a British passport. My daughter's second name is different from my name. Um, So it can cause some issues at passport control sometimes. And uh, there is this thing called the Hague Convention, um, which is a really really important thing to know about if you are travelling um, abroad especially if you are travelling on your own um, with young children um, so yeah that is going to be uh, next week's uh, podcast from portugal <laughs> um and uh, i really hope that you all uh, are still enjoying listening to this podcast even though it was just me rambling on for uh, 30 minutes about how to enjoy the winter oh, it's a bit crap now <laughs> i think about it i'm going to worry about this the entire for the entire like 24 hours um and uh, yeah um we'll uh, please do keep listening um it is only going to get better i keep saying that every week it's all going to get better, I promise. And then something else will happen. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll uh, we're, we're always looking for your feedback too. And and please keep reviewing uh the podcast on uh, instagram uh, not instagram itunes what am i talking about um yeah on itunes uh for some reason people are telling me that they're reviewing and they're not showing up it's not showing up on itunes so we're trying to figure that out i'm so sorry about that it, some i think it's something to do with it has we have to have a, we have to reach a certain number of reviews or something silly like that i don't really know um but yeah, so um, please do keep reviewing uh, the podcast, you know, preferably five star. <laughs> um, but if you really feel like you need to give us a one star, I could totally understand that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so um, it's, uh, as again, it's once again, it's a total pleasure to be doing this and uh, I'm really looking forward to um, hearing the feedback and, and um, also get in touch with us and tell us what you want to learn more about what do you want to what what do you want us to talk more about you know we um we're still pretty new to this, and the podcast is very very young um and even though we have hundreds of followers um and listeners um we still we still want to know from you guys you know we want to get better at this we want even more people to listen, so we need to know what's what's pertin- what's pertinent to you what what do you want us to talk about um Of course, we have ideas about we, what we want to discuss, but um yeah, we want to uh, we want to know what you you guys are talking about. So, um, until next week, uh, that's it. Bye.